Alright, let's open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just I just thank you for this opportunity to come together as fellow brothers and sisters and to the Lord, Father. I just, just thank you for today. Thank you for the new sunrise, Father. Father, I just thank you for the freedom that we have in your Son, Jesus' name. I, I thank you for the opportunity to have joy in all circumstances. Father, I just thank you for the blessings that you bestow upon each and every single one of us. Thank you for the testimonies through each and single, every single one of us. Father, I just pray that you come in here tonight. Even though we're not huge in numbers, we're huge in faith, Father.
stuff that I've heard and been dealing with headaches for the past few days as well as I have. So dear Lord, tonight I just lift up the ones that are in pain, the ones that are experiencing discomfort in their bodies, dear Lord Jesus. I just pray that you send your healing down, dear Lord, because we know that where your spirit is, we can have freedom from the pains of our physical bodies, dear Lord Jesus. I pray that you touch everyone in here that has some difficulties today, dear Jesus. Touch the headaches, touch the sinuses, touch the neck pain, dear Lord Jesus. Touch the body aches, dear Lord Jesus. Bring your spirit down, dear Lord Jesus. Bring that healing power down. Claim those healings in your name, dear Lord Jesus. That everyone who came in feeling not well is going to leave 100% well in your name tonight, dear Lord Jesus. We claim those healings. We believe those
back for us again. Let's all make a joyful noise to the Lord.
Second Chronicles chapter 15, it said, They shouted out their oath of loyalty to the Lord with trumpets blaring and ram horns shouting. Jesus. All in Judah were happy about this covenant, for they had entered into it with all of their heart. Father. They earnestly sought after God, and they found Him. Yes. And the Lord gave them rest from their enemies on every side. Amen. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord. Find us, Lord. It's all for you, Lord. Thank you for receiving. We want to be
covers me. When you say it covers me, it makes it personal. It's amazing grace and mercy. It gives us the good things we don't deserve. He doesn't give us the bad that we do. Grace and mercy. Heavenly Father, I thank you tonight, Lord God, for those who come out and as we meet together, Lord, we thank you for your presence tonight. Lord God, we thank you for all, all the blessings that you've given us this day, Lord, from, our, from the breath that we breathe, the food that we eat, the building that we come to. But Lord God, for your son Jesus, for your word that brings us to the truth. Help us to accept that truth, to live that truth. And Lord God, that we would Learn to experience that truth in each day. Apply it. To live by it. To pattern our lives for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Sunday evening I left to go to Canada. I had a friend that died. So I was where I was Monday. and I went and I just told the guy's brother, who was quite old, what a, what a good time it was to sit and be a part of a service without being leading the service. And, and his brother came over and spoke to me and asked if I would speak at the funeral. <laughs> I mean, I no sooner got the words out of my mouth and I see, his, see his, the, the son of the father who died come up and ask if I would do a part of the service. You know, so praise the Lord. Of course, I, didn't, I had my Bible. It was in the truck. And he, he spoke to me, and about a minute later, they called my name. So there I am. But praise the Lord. You know, I, I had an opportunity to speak about the things that, that the man spoke to me about. You know, to testify about the good things that we smoke, uh, smoked. <laughs> Spoke about. You know, I... <laughs> He'd sit down, he'd cross his knees, and he'd get out his cigarettes, and we were about to have a conversation. Nobody knew how long it would be, but that's how he was. It was about relationships. And he was a good old guy. He was 88, but uh, many thought he was very opinionated, but I thought his words were of great wisdom and value to me. We did speak about drinking and smoking and marriages and... uh, Logging and and we also got to talk an opportunity to speak about faith and along these ways. So, so praise the Lord. Good stuff. So today I want to talk to you about treasure. So that's where I was Monday. I got back Monday night. Staff meeting today. Pray for Governor uh, Sean and me. Silkwood's last day was today. Uh, are there? Yeah, it would be the last day today. They'll be there tomorrow. We're loading the truck and. They'll be off to Missouri. So, praise the Lord. You know, we sang a song. You know, we, I spoke the other Sunday about what Moses saw that made him different. He saw the Lord, didn't he? He saw the Lord on the, on the mountaintops. But he also saw that, that God's grace, and even though it cost him a little bit of suffering for a season, uh, through God's grace, it was better for him to suffer than... To stay in Egypt and partake of, of the goodness that was there. As, as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he was lavished with good schools and, and many, uh, many, many um, blessings, I should say. But, there, you know, he, he, was, he, he had a, a place of prominence, so to speak. But yet, he knew the short term was not as important as the long term what God would have for him. So he left. Today we sang about revival. You know, do, do you see revival in, in, in those? Do you see revival in your own heart today? You know, what is treasure to us? Everybody, you know, for years they went west to dig for treasure, didn't they? Gold. And before that they went west to, for furs and, and gold. And, <laughs> and before that they went for land and and, you know, wherever the treasure is, is where your heart is. And your heart will take you places when your strength runs out. And so we have to understand, when we talk about treasure, where is your treasure? Where is your treasure? Matthew 6.21, as we're writing down Scripture. Matthew 6.21 talks about treasure. 
Matthew 6.21. If I had lights on, I could see. For where your treasure is, is where your heart will be also. Then it goes on and talks about the eye of the lamp. And, you know, the eye is the lamp of the body. And if your eyes are good, your whole body will be filled of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. See, how are we seeing and what are we, how are we assessing what we see? What are we placing value in? Because it's what we place our value in. It also goes in to say, if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that dark? If you think you're in the light, if you think that you're following God, and you think that, that, that uh, you are a Christ-following person, but yet you are deceived in, in God's precepts and what God would consider light, how darkness is that really that light in us? We are actually, if you're... If you're if you put your treasures in things of this world, and I tell you, and I'm, and I'm not talking about that we shouldn't take care and be good stewards of that which God gives us. We ought to. That, that is our very responsibility, that God would be glorified through it. But, but if our greatest treasure is in those things, then we will spend all our times in those things and possessing things and, and using those things. And sometimes we possess them and don't even have time to use them. How many boats are sitting uh, on the shore all summer long? In fact, you see them sitting in every field and every driveway. But yet at one time they were a treasure to somebody. But I tell you, God talks about this treasure. And what kind of treasure is he talking about? You know, what is, what is treasure? Well, it all has to do with your, with your eyes. What do you treasure? It goes on to say, though, if you read back one, script, uh, one verse, it, it talks about storing up treasures in heaven. Those things that will last for eternity. Those things that will bring others to Christ. Those things that, that will be passed on to generation to generation. And I'm not talking about heirlooms, tables, and silver and gold. I am talking about the knowledge and the light of Jesus Christ that brings salvation for an eternity to a person. Those things have true value. It goes on to say that the moths will not eat and, and the rust will not to rust away and that the thieves cannot come and steal. Our salvation is in the hands of God, isn't it? And He reserves it there for us. We can't gamble it away. We can't lose it. We can only choose to walk away from it over and over and over again. So what is treasure? Homes are a great investment. But man, the wind blows the shingles off and a stone breaks the windows and the kids tear the ends. Every time they touch the wall, there's dirt. And, and, and if you've got a dog or a cat, they do their share. And, and man, before you know it, before you get it paid for, it's time to rebuild the thing. You know, and that's if you're a fairly good steward with it. <laughs> But yet they're a treasure, aren't they? They're a necessity. Cars, time we get them paid for it, they've got rust on them. The Word of God proves to be true. They have rust on them. The, the interior is not as clean as it was and smells a little funky and they begin to burn oil and all kinds of crazy things. You have to replace parts. Anybody like working on their vehicle? Some people do. 
I don't like it. <laughs> and it costs you money. It's a, it's a source of irritation. It's a, it, you know, it's a necessity though. You know, we don't live in a city. We all need a way to get around. We always got our donkeys if you want to ride a donkey. But, you know, you know, if you didn't know any different, a donkey's not a bad way to get around. If you never saw a car, I can't imagine being an Amishman and a car's going boom, 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 flying by you and not at some point desire to have a car. It would be tough. But if in a world where only donkeys, horses, and camels and that kind of stuff was all there was, you might want a better horse or a, or a bigger donkey or a two-hump camel instead of one. He could go farther. I don't know. <laughs> he could store more water. <laughs> but, but, I, but at the bottom, our treasure is where our hearts are. You know, what we treasure the most is the thing we're going to focus on, where we're going to spend our time. Are God's people a place you want to spend your time? Sometimes His people aren't very pleasant. I'm the most pleasant one here, right? And in my own eyes, maybe. I know there's times that I'm not very nice to be around either. In fact, I don't even like myself sometimes because of the, you know, something you've said or an attitude and you've got to go hide for a moment or two and, and, and get control of your emotions or thoughts. 2 Corinthians 4, 7. I want to talk about that. And, and then that's really where I'm going to leave the treasure tonight. You know, treasure... Is Jesus Christ our true treasure? It's His sacrifice, the treasure that we pass on. It's not His sacrifice that we pass on. That's not ours to pass on. But the knowledge of that and the saving grace and the knowledge because of that is what we pass on. It is passed on through our, the circumstance in our life and how we go through them. How much time do we spend reading the Word or, or speaking to somebody about the Word or, or testifying about the good things that God has done in our lives, whether we deserve it or not? None of us deserve it, but yet He lavishes on us anyways. 2 Corinthians 4, 7, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. What is the treasure He's talking about? We have treasure in these jars of clay. What's the treasure? Jesus? It's the light that he places in our heart. It is the uplifting. The, the Jesus, as you said, is very much true. It is the light. If you go back uh, you know, a little bit, you'll read it. It, it talks about the light that He places in our hearts. The knowledge of His Word, the knowledge of His Son, the truth of His Word, and, and the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Christ is the face of God that we know and that we see. Amen? So, really, yes, what, what is the treasure? The treasure is the light that He places within us, the Spirit that He dwells within us, that He guides us, and that which we hopefully don't hide under a bushel basket. <laughs> we can't hide the light. We can be quiet about the things that He does for us and brought us through and healed us of and, and taken us from and places He's taken us to. <laughs> we can hide all those things, keep it to ourselves, thinking it's just for you. And it is for you. 
But I tell you it's for a greater purpose, is that we would be His ambassadors, that we would be His witnesses, that we would go and, and to the outer part of the world, whether we can go monetarily and send someone who answers the call, or, or we go ourselves, but nevertheless, that light that He places within us, that faith that He, that mustard seed of faith that He places within each and every one of us. We know that David found the mustard seed of faith under the mountain. <laughs> Moses found God in the form of a burning bush on the mountain. David in his prayer closet found him under the mountain of Judah, it says, in a cave all by himself alone before he had the mighty men. So God's glory is under the mountain. It's on the mountain. It's in the valleys. It's through death itself. As he's the example of the first fruit who rose from the dead. All this knowledge and all this light is the treasure in these jars of clay. Jars of clay, man. You ever have a clay jar? If you drop that thing, it's broke. You know, if you bump it, it's broke. It's chipped. If it's broke, it's useless. And us without Christ in us makes us a useless vessel. Because without Christ, there's no light in us. It's only darkness. Without Christ, there becomes no hope. Without Christ, there, there, is, there is no good in us, he says. There's no good in any of us. So where does the good come from when the, light, when the, when the darkness is dispelled and the light comes in? That's the good. The treasure in these bodies. The treasure that dwells within us is Jesus Christ. So what do we treasure? <laughs> what do we feed? The big dog or the little dog? Whatever you feed is going to become the strongest. A little chihuahua can chew a big dog up if he's so weak he can't move. A lion can take the biggest of beasts down in a pack, right? If he's weak already. But a little... Jesus in us is enough to heal us and to revive us and to strengthen us and to turn us into a vessel of light. goes on to say, talks about our heavenly dwelling in 2 Corinthians 5. Now it is God who has made us for this very purpose and has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. We live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body at home with the Lord. So we need to make it our goal. It says we make it our goal to please Him whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. We're all going to stand before Christ. For everything that we've done said while in these bodies. That seems pretty plain to me. So, so where our treasure is, is where our hearts will be. 
We're to store up these treasures in heaven where they'll not be rusted or moss eat or the thief come to steal. And we look down into 2 Corinthians. What is the treasure in these clays, these bodies? It goes on to say, this all-surpassing power from God and not from us. But we have these treasures in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. The good that we do is from God, it's not from us. It's because He dwells within us. It's that we become the reflection of His light, plain and simple. We're not the light, we're the reflection of, of God who dwells within us. That's it. It's like the sun. Some, we can't stand direct sunlight. It'll burn us up. What we get, if you believe it or not, is indirect. It, it goes through the, you know, through the, the atmosphere and all these things. And, but if we were to get direct sunlight, and I think Jesus is the same, we, we can't begin to absorb the little stuff He gives us. Can you imagine if He, you know, we want it all, Jesus. No, we can't stand it all. We can't understand it all. We can't handle it all. But, by grace and mercy, little by little, He feeds us and sustains us and strengthens us and uses us and continues to prove that, that He is with us, that He is for us, that He dwells within us, and He loves us. His grace and mercies are new each day. And so we can have confidence, can't we? <laughs> that He is with us. So as we've sang today and we've, we've talked a little bit about the treasure, what do you see with your eyes? And sometimes we need to stop looking around and look within ourselves. Because what we see sometimes is the world and we get to thinking that we're so much better than they. But guess what? He doesn't tell us to judge them. He tells us to examine ourselves. <laughs> examine the light that's within you. And if that light is truly darkness, how dark a place are we truly living thinking that we're in the light? It sounds like gibberish, but if you think about it, it's the truth of God's Word. We need to quit judging ourselves against other people and look at ourselves according to the Word of God. Then we'll have nothing to boast about except God who be in us. <laughs> and who be for us. And we'll learn to like one another a little better. And it says to love your enemies. I, if we learn to like each other, we can at least coexist. If we love one another, as Jesus loved us, we're willing to die for one another. That's quite a, quite a contrast, isn't it? But, so we need to first die to ourselves that it's not all about me, my wants, my needs, my ideas. Because the body needs each one. It'd be a good thing to have the, the best eyes in the world, but no feet to get anywhere. <laughs> you could still get there. There's people walk on their hands and, you know, get around in wheelchairs. Yes, today man has devised a lot of instruments, but you know what I'm saying. To do it and do it effectively and well without, with the fewest of restrictions, we need the whole body. So let's pray tonight. As we've sang songs of praise, we've read some word. It's just let us 
pray tonight and lift up those before God that, that need a special touch. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord God, for these brothers and sisters. I thank you for your word and for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for the deposit of light that, that you've placed within me, Lord God, and, and the seed of faith and, 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 the, and the spirit that draw me, Lord God. No man come to the Father lest the spirit draw you. But Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, for these things. But Lord, we lift up our brothers and sisters. Uh, we lift up me and, and, and Sean, Lord God, and their family as they're packing up tomorrow. And they're, yes, they're seemingly going home, but yet, God, you, you've taken them to a new place to minister. So, Lord God, we pray for your hand of protection over them as, and, and each one who loads that truck and prepares them for the travel for, uh, for, to go. Lord, I pray that you'd get them to their destination. They'd have a sweet time of fellowship with one another. Lord, it'd be an exciting time for them. But a preparation uh, to yet not to go to have, uh, to have fun, but Lord God, uh, to go to minister. May it be, yes, fun for them and joyful. And Lord God, for them, for, for their treasure. I pray that there would be workers... Uh, gathered around them, Lord God. When they get there, there would be workers to help fight that fight and to, to dig that fallow soil. And, and Lord God, that there would be prayer warriors to undergird them. Send workers, I pray, from the north, south, and east and west, Lord God. You're bringing them as workers from the, from the northeast to the, to the west. So, Lord God, I pray for your anointing to be upon them. Lord God, that they would go there not as drained vessels from the northeast, but Lord God, that they would be fresh and anointed and ready to go to work for your name's sake, for the souls of, of Missouri. We lift up Alma and Bud before you tonight, Lord God. Faithful servants of, of this fellowship. Lord, as they're spending some time with their sons and daughters and relatives. and Lord God, I pray that you would touch your knees, that you would touch your heart. Lord, that you would touch your bodies, touch, touch um, Bud's mind, strengthen him in his body and in his mind. May Oma not become weary of well-doing. Touch her knees, Lord God, that are bone on bone. Lord God, I pray for a fresh impartation of your Holy Spirit that would refresh and renew her. We thank you for them. Touch Georgia with their blood pressure issues, Lord God. Touch Chuck as well as they're up in years. You have blessed them. We thank you for them. Touch, touch Amanda, Lord God, as she, as she is pregnant and getting close to the, to the time, Father. I pray that you have a healthy baby, and yes. Lord God, that she and the baby would come through well, and it would be beginning of a new chapter in their life. Yes. Keep Joe strong and Amanda strong, Lord God, and that which you have set them free from. Lord, that they would not choose to go back, but they would press on and move forward yes. with determination. May they, may they see something new, Lord God. May they not be like Lot's wife and look back, but Lord God, may they press on to that which is new 
May it be a journey, an adventure. Continue to touch Melissa and Jeff. Yes. Lord, you know the need in their body as well. Linda and her body and her mother and Lord God, her, her mother-in-law. Touch her husband, Herm, Lord God, that he might one day not only know you, but come to serve you. As he watches his wife faithfully serve you and sacrifice, serves you through the community and through her church and through her family. So many, Lord God. Touch the Millers, Lord God, as well. You know the need in their family. Touch your husband. Touch your mother. Touch her, Lord God. Touch Pat and Tammy. Lord, so many need a touch in their body in this, in this fellowship. Touch them, Lord God, and heal them and sustain them. We thank you that you have, you have surpassed what the doctors have said about so many. Lord God, they give them a time and, and the time comes and goes. And we are thankful, Lord God, that we can celebrate with them. Connie and Mac. Lord, just so many. As we begin to name them, Lord God, we see many victories and many healings and many testimonies, yet still many needs. Give Connie wisdom that she would submit to that which you would have her to submit to as far as the doctors. And Mac, Lord God, touch this blood clot and just keep his heart safe until that blood clot is gone that they might do what they need to do. Or Lord, Lord, I'd be so bold to ask that you touch that heart and heal him, Lord God. Yes. That there would be no procedure needed. Lift up the waters, Lord. In their 80s. But yet faithfully, faithfully support this body of believers. Bless them, Lord God. Protect them. Renew them. I thank you, Lord, that you have brought old friends back last week with their young children, Lord God. I thank you for those who keep reaching out to them. Lord God, that they know they're not forgotten or forsaken. But yet it's their choice to to shy away for a season. I pray that you would remind them, Lord God, of how good it is to be in the house of the Lord. May their children have a hunger to come to the house of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So many needs. My mom who is sick, Lord God, touch her in her body. 84, I think, Lord God. Still living alone, yet having respiratory problems. So many needs. In this small body of believers, thank you for what you've done in Denise. Thank you for each healing process that she's gone through. Bless her, Lord God, as she prepares for ministering to the women. Give her great vision for that project, for that day. And may many women heart be prepared to come and receive that which you have prepared for them. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch Janine as she travels faithfully every Sunday, Lord God. Give her a fresh impartation of your Holy Spirit as she faithfully teaches our children. Thank you, Lord God. Dave and Heather who travel many miles and Bob who travels from Henderson and Justin and Just, Lord God. So many, Lord God, faithful to this fellowship. But Lord God, may we know that they're faithful unto you. And we are just the benefactors. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch the vehicles, Lord. That they just keep on rolling and keep on ticking and keep delivering each day those who come. Thank you, Lord God. If you have someone you want to pray for, cry out tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, Lord, I just lift up this community to you, Father. Father, I ask that you just stir the hearts of the people in this community, Father. I ask that you stir the hearts of the of the people in this fellowship, Father, for for you sent the Son of Man to, to seek and save the lost, Father. Well, we also have the command to go and make disciples of all the nations, Father. And I just ask that the, the hearts get stirred up. Uh, they hunger and thirst for your righteousness. They they hunger and thirst to, to share the good news, to share the gospel, to to encourage and and, and provide hope and life and and uh, and uh, just and just encourage others that there's there's a way through you, Jesus. That there's a way to to have freedom. That there to to release bondages, to release addictions, to release financial problems, Father. I just I just looked up uh, a couple people, uh, my cousin Ben and Shannon, who are going through a divorce problem. I looked up Jessica's uh, co-worker who's going through divorce problems, Father. I just as a part of being uh, creating disciples of all the nations, I just ask that you all uh, serve the hearts of them and, and let them know that there's freedom in your name as well, Jesus. And I just ask that you have your way in this community that not just within this fellowship, but within all the churches in this community, Father, for we are one, we are all one. And Father, I just ask for unity throughout everybody from the north to, to the south, from the east to the west, Father, just unity throughout the entire world, Father, that that your name just gets glorified and, and just, uh, we see a, re a revitalization just across the world coming into you, Father, and we just, there's just so many people that I want to lift up, Father, I just can't think of them all off the top of my head, and I just, I just, you know their needs, Father, and I just, I just lift them up to you, Father, and I just ask that you just have your way in each and every single person's life and that you are uh, the potter and we're, we're the clay and we're on the potter's wheel and I just ask that you just have your way with each and every single one of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. At the risk of sounding like the, the woman before the judge, Father, I come to you again on behalf of Cheryl, Grace, and Skylar. Three people that are in comas and have been in comas for some time. And actually, there was a fourth one, George. God, we lift them up. We, we, we lift them up and we, and we invite you again into their situation. God, we ask that you would come and wake those people up. 
God, if there's medication that they need to be off of, or treatment or machines that need to be stopped so that they can be awoke, then God, we pray that that would happen. And we cry out that they would be awakened and alive, but they would function. We thank you for the sign of life that you gave uh, Cheryl's family the other day. After years of not moving or responding one way or another, she, she did something that was unseen before. And God, we thank you for that. And, and, and I took it as a sign to lift them up again to you tonight because you've been faithful. We've seen you open the eyes of people in comas before and wake them up and pull them out. And we're believing the same things for these ones yes, as well. Father. You are faithful, God. Thank you you are the healer. You're the one that calls the dead to life. <clears throat> and these people literally are just hanging on by a thread. Their families need a miracle. Yes. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Heavenly Father, again for <clears throat> bringing me to Grace Point, Heavenly Father. Uh, I pray for all the, the people that's in here that we all stay together as one, Lord. Yes. Through you and let your will be our way, Lord. I pray, Heavenly Father, that whoever comes in, in here broken and, and sworn, Heavenly Father, that we can all show them the love, Heavenly Father, that been shown here to me, Lord. I am an example, Heavenly Father, of your love, your grace, strength, and mercy, Lord. When I was praying for comfort and Lord, and love, Lord, that Lord, that when I came here, I got it. You didn't give it to me physically, but Heavenly Father, your children, Heavenly Father, that was in here, Lord, gave it to me and brought me out of a lot of things, Lord, that I was going through. And I thank you and I pray, Lord, that your strength, your grace, and mercy, your love stay with us all in here. And that whoever comes in this church, Lord, that we can love them and give yes. them the same love, Heavenly Father, that you give us so we can bring them out of the tormenting and, and ungrateful and unfulfilling times and the lifestyles, Lord, they live, Heavenly yes. Father, like I did, Lord, we, that we can yes. just love them and bring them out of them and show them, Lord, that you are who you say you are. You are the beginning and the end, the end and the beginning, Lord. You are the Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisa, our, our yes, provider, Lord. Lord. Yes, you Strengthen are. everybody, yes, Heavenly Father. Yes, Churches, Heavenly Father, yes. is together as one in here, Lord. And yes, let your love, Lord, just reign, Heavenly Father, through our hearts for others, Lord. Let your will be our way, Heavenly Father, Jesus. Let us not look back, Heavenly Father, and say what we did because we do nothing, Heavenly Father, without you. Let us understand, Lord, that you are the will and you, you are the way, Lord. You are who you say you are, Lord, and I believe in that by faith. I believe in your word, Lord. Yes, Father. Because, Heavenly Father, what you're showing me, Heavenly Father, not just through, 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 through the word, Lord, but when I came here, Lord, what you showed me. Thank you. And I just thank you, Heavenly Father, just for, for, for the people in here. Thank you. I thank you, Lord, just, just for giving me comfort, Lord, and bringing me out of the bad times, Lord, that you've given me, Lord. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that everybody in here, whatever they're, they're, they're shooting for in life, that they put you first, Lord, and you, and you just get, let them prosper, Heavenly Father. Yes. In your strength, grace, and mercy, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we all just stay as one in your Son, Jesus' name.
I thank you and I praise you, Lord God, by faith. We just give you all glory and honor, Lord God. And we just thank you for you are worthy, Lord. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are Jehovah Nisi, our banner. You are Jehovah Mekhanis, Lord God, who sanctifies us, Lord God. I thank you for the blood of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you that when we are weak, you are strong, Lord God. I thank you that you're, Lord God, that you take our burdens, Father God, that your yoke is easy and, your, and, and burdens are light, Lord God. Help us to nail those things to the foot of the cross and not turn back, Lord God. That we would continue to move forward, Lord. That's right. In Jesus' holy name, I just give you all glory and honor and praise, Father. You are worthy. You alone are worthy, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty warrior, mighty counselor, Lord. Mighty deliverer. Thank you, Jehovah God. Thank you, Lord God, for these prayer warriors. Lord God, in a mighty army, you have called us, and Lord God, many have answered that call. So, Lord God, we pray for that strength and that peace and that joy to serve, Lord God. May we consider it a privilege to serve you. Lord God, may we consider it a, uh, an honor to be to make you known, Lord God. It's not about us being known, but you would be known in this community. So, Lord God, we thank you. We praise you. We worship you. Lord God, may everything we say and do bring honor unto you. We lay each one who is ill, each one who needs a touch, each one who is fearful, each one, Lord God, who is not yet to know you. We lay them at your feet, Lord God, asking that you begin to move in their life, that a seed might be planted, the plant might grow on fertile soil. And Lord God, there be a day of harvest in each one that is not yet even begin to sprout and grow. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.